There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome into another hour of Live Bet Sunday here on VSEN, the sports betting network. I am your host, Danny Burke. Appreciate you being with us on this final regular season week of the National Football League. We, uh, we've we had quite the interesting slate. Of course, it was not as exciting to get things kicked off. Then the mid-afternoon slate came about, and we did see some thrilling action right from the start. Now it's calmed down a little bit, but still tons to discuss. And to help us do this, or do just that for this segment, Will Hill joining along at Not The Will Hill, where you could follow him on Twitter. Will, always appreciate you making some time, my man. Uh, before we get into some of these second half lines, how did your bets fare for the early slate? And, uh, well, how are they looking right now? I know it's kind of been wishy-washy for a lot of people. I'm hoping you held strong. Went pretty well, but I, I choose not to focus on the positive. I had Miami on the money line, and I had Jets plus three and a half. I had a nice little middle there, Ooh. and uh, I'm sure you saw that middle. Uh, <laughs> went away on that safety. I oh. thought I was good getting the ball from the 25. Usually, you know, the lateral, the, the pitchy, witchy, pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo nonsense usually is like when you're backed up on your own five or ten. When you're doing it from the 25, especially, you know, Flacco still has an arm. You figure you just throw it down the field, hope for a Hail Mary. But, uh, of course, they did not. But uh, we are we are on to the later slate here, uh, and what is just a, it's a strange feel here when when the season's coming to an end. Some of these games matter so much, some of them don't matter. Uh, definitely a little bit of a wonky uh, wonky stretch here. Uh, you know, think about some of the awards. Are we really going to give Geno Smith the comeback player of the year award? I mean, his team looks like they're going to miss the playoffs. He has not played well here at all. His stat line is ugly, and uh, we could have a, a winner take all here: Detroit versus Green Bay here in a few hours if this score holds up. 
Yeah, so right now the Rams up 13 to 6 on the live line at BetMGM. You see the Rams laying three in the hook, minus a buck 90 on the money line. If you want to take the Seahawks to win outright, it's plus 145. And then, Will, this total is at 39 in the hook. So Jeff and I were talking about this total before that prior Rams touchdown. It was at 36 and a half. And we thought it was a little bit high with the game just being at six to six and thinking, hey, if the Rams are going to score, it's probably just going to be a field goal. But they went down and scored a touchdown. Now I'm kind of waiting. I'm thinking if it gets into the 40s, if the Rams can get something going on their first drive, maybe I'll jump in. Is there any angle you would consider going into the second half there in Seattle? So you're saying, what, 39 and a half, so we got 19, so basically 20 and a half. Are we going to get three touchdowns in the second half? Yeah. You, know, you figure the Rams play conservatively. I would still lean towards an under here. Uh, you know, Rams, uh, the Seahawks just haven't moved the ball. Rams look like the better team. I'd be tempted to lay it here with the, with the Rams, take the three and a half for the second half, minus three and a half adjusted. So I would lean towards the Rams. I would lean towards the under. Uh, I, I'm not sure I was watching the start of this. I think, do you, do you remember who got the ball first? Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the, no, Geno Smith threw the pick on the first okay. place. So the Seahawks oh, right. got yep. the ball first. So yeah, then the Rams will be getting it second half. So yeah. Yeah. I would lean towards laying it with the Rams. I just don't like what I've seen from no. Seattle. One bet I did make for the second half. I don't know if you're going to get to this to me. The giants have no interest in this game. The, uh, the Eagles have no interest in hurts running. They just want to get out of here with their win and get their one seed and move on. It's a really low second half total It opened 20. I think we're seeing some like 18 and a halfs. I just think we'll basically see a running clock here. Well, Philly runs it three times in punts. The Giants run it three times in punt. Even if they try to score, they can't. So that's one. Barring a defensive touchdown, I don't know that we're getting three touchdowns in the second half of the Giants-Eagles. That's a, that's a second half under I feel pretty good about. Yeah, we were talking about that one, too. You're right. I mean, Philadelphia is certainly going to play conservatively, and the Giants have nothing to play for, and they're not going to do any explosive play calling. So 34 and a half now it just dropped to. It was at 35 and a half. Now it's down to 34 in the hook for the full game total. Uh, yeah, I think under would probably be the right direction to go in that matchup. Uh, Will, I want to talk to you about the other NFC East game. So Dallas was able to punch it into the end zone right before the half. Now they trail 13 to six against the commanders Cowboys catching two in the hook 38 and a half is the total for that game. Did the Cowboys come back out there and put their starters on the field? And if so, how long do you think it's going to be? Like, is this just going to be a normal game? They're trying to win. Cause Jeff and I are scratching our heads, watching it going, how much longer do you want to keep those guys out there uh, with the 49ers and Eagles looking all right? Yeah, and the Chargers did the same thing. The Chargers left all their guys out there, and Mike Williams got hurt. So you figure Dallas at some point. Now, they haven't been sharp. Maybe they're just trying to get on the same page. And maybe they just say, you know what, we'll, we'll go off on a high note here. Dak got in the end zone, threw a touchdown to Lamb. Maybe that's a, a good way to just, you know what, we'll finish on a high note and we'll, we'll pull our guys here. I'd only look towards Washington in the second half for that reason. You know, Philly's got uh, – Dallas has to see the writing on the wall here that, you know, look, we're not getting the miracle from the Giants. We probably figured we weren't getting it anyway. Uh, I think sooner rather than later, the Cowboys will pull their guys. So I would only look towards Washington for that reason. And, you know, Hal's looked decent. I thought this was an overreaction line anyway. I said that on, on all these shows that, you know, to go from the look ahead line was two or three. And we got up to seven just because we went from Wentz to Hal. Like, Wentz isn't a four-point adjustment, a four-point drop-off uh, going to anybody. So I, I, I liked Washington <laughs> to begin with. I'd only look for Washington second half. I like it. All right. Well, let's talk about San Francisco and Arizona. The Cardinals had some life in the early stages of this game, keeping it close. But now San Francisco with that last second touchdown, basically, uh, they're laying 14 and a hook on the live line. This total all the way up to 52 and a half. Now, 
I'm interested in this total and looking to bet it under. But San Francisco, I believe, gets the ball first. And they are still going to be competing to get a little bit more of a comfortable margin before they start slowing things down. So I think I should wait a little bit, see if they can score on the first drive, if not, maybe the next, and then see if this number gets adjusted enough, climbing up into the 50s, and then jump in on the under if it's San Francisco scoring, knowing again that, hey, defensively, you hope they make adjustments, and offensively, you just start playing it more conservatively, wanting to stay healthy, knowing you have this game in control. Yeah, not to be uh, not to be a broken record, but I, you know, second half under be the way I would go. Most of these teams probably just want to get out of dodge. Whether you know you're a bad team, you know what? Let's just finish out the season, get out of here. And the good teams want to stay healthy for the playoffs. Just you know, run the clock, run the ball. Let's get out of here. So the, the 49ers, you figure they, like you said, they punch one more in. They put this out of reach. Whether it's a field goal, a touchdown, they get their lead and they just sort of take the foot off the gas and. Man, with Walker and Wilson not doing a whole lot for the Jets and the Jet, uh, the uh, Seahawks, respectively, is Purdy going to steal this award? I mean, Purdy was at some astronomical prices yeah. five, six weeks ago. Man, he's played well. I just – I got a feeling it's going to be fascinating to see the voting. Of course, we don't find out who wins for a few weeks now, but I feel like Purdy's playing himself into, into stealing that award, which is just insane to even discuss. And I know that he doesn't have the deepest amount of games under his belt, but will the quality of his performance and the fact that he was Mr. Irrelevant and people doubted him coming in. Yeah, it's 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 not like anybody else is doing enough to take it away from him. Like Kenneth Walker hasn't been outstanding. He got banged up. Garrett Wilson, he's been great, but he missed half the season from not having a quarterback throw the ball to him. And there's been no touchdowns, as Jeff uh, joked about with his Jets for the last three games. So I think Brock Purdy is the guy. I don't care that it's only been about five games. The fact that he has gone in and won, he killed Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. He's done everything he's been asked to and looks seamless with the transition of him. And if the value, not that it's going to be, but like if I had that opportunity still to get four to one, I would absolutely take that bet. Will, I don't think it's crazy to think Purdy is the guy. Yeah. And we saw this in the NBA like five, six years ago, right? Where it was Brogdon. And I think it was Embiid. Like Embiid was clearly the dominant player, but he only played like maybe 30, 35 games and Brogdon wasn't great. Right. But he, he played more games. I think I'm thinking of it right. But, like, it comes down to, like, all right, you were dominant. You were really good in a short period of time as opposed to just being, you know, mediocre, a little above average for the full season. I don't know what the right answer is. People have their own standards, their own, you know, version of the, what their, uh, you know, voting criteria is. I'm sure there will be some people say, hey, I, I don't care how well he played. It's only six or seven games. So that will hurt him. Uh, but, man, I just I, I don't know who else you're gonna win, is going to win this award. I kind of feel like Purdy's going to steal it. All right, Will, how about tonight's game with the Lions and the Packers? So, of course, if the Seahawks were to win this game, then the Lions would be eliminated, and all they can do is play spoiler to the Packers. But if the Seahawks do lose, then it's the win and you're in between Detroit and Green Bay. Right now, the spread is at 4.5, 49 in the hookers, so is where we're seeing. Well, 4.5 at DraftKings, actually, 5.5 you're seeing in some other shops. What do you do here? Because... Look, if if the Seahawks did win and this line moved to like six, six and a hook, that wouldn't really scare me from not backing Detroit. I think they would love the opportunity to screw their rival in a chance of going into the postseason, and I would be tempted toward taking it. But I'm kind of playing the wait and see approach like I'm sure a lot of other people are. I like Detroit. I just think based on, you know, based on how good these two teams are and power ratings, like these teams are very similar. And I want I know you want to give Green Bay a point or two for home field. Maybe give them a point if, if Detroit gets eliminated, which look it doesn't look like they will now, but there's still a long way to go in that game. 
I just think, like you said, Detroit, even if they are eliminated, they'll take something out of, hey, we can knock out Green Bay. We've played well the last six weeks. We're building something towards the future. Uh, and, and who knows? Maybe if you're eliminated, you come out faster and looser and just you're more aggressive. You can run a fake punt. You can go for it on fourth down. I just don't think these teams are five and a half points apart. To me, these teams are just about dead even. I know you worry about golf outdoors, but it doesn't sound like the weather's going to be too bad. So uh, I like Detroit here plus the points. All right, Will, we got about 30 to 40 seconds left. We do have some look-ahead lines to the postseason. I'm going to rifle off the three that are available right now and see which one you'd maybe be interested in. Bengals minus 5.5, Chargers minus 2.5. By the way, Bengals minus 5.5 versus the Ravens, Chargers minus 2 in the hook at Jacksonville. Buffalo now minus 10. It was minus 9 in the hook at home against Miami. Anything you would consider playing right now? Boy, that Buffalo line assumes no Tua. If it's really, if it's Skylar Thompson going into Buffalo, Buffalo will absolutely destroy Miami. So I'd actually lay the points here. I want to make sure Tua is not playing. It, that's a tricky call because, man, they've gotten so much crap for playing Tua and all the concussion stuff, and rightfully so. Uh, but, man, they really need him. So if, if he's okay to play, uh, that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. But if he's not, like, Skylar Thompson's not going to get it done. That will be an absolute uh, bloodbath in, in Buffalo. Buffalo is good to lay the 10 points there, I think. There he is, Will Hill at not the Will Hill is where you can follow him on Twitter. Will, appreciate you taking some time out of your Sunday. Best of luck with the rest of your bets and look forward to catching up again soon, pal. All right, thanks for having me, DB. See ya. You got it. All right, great stuff as always from Will. We'll continue the content for live betting the NFL and beyond right here on Live Bet Sunday. Danny Burke alongside me, Jeff Harles. He will be back. We'll update you on all those in-game numbers throughout the National Football League. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app that's BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting boosts and out specials and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID. Open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Happy to be with you. Live Bet Sunday, final Sunday of the NFL regular season. I'm Jeff Parles here at the South Point in Vegas. Danny Burke in Chicago. We miss our friend Ben Wilson, but he'll be back with us for the whole playoff run. Danny, while I was gone... An absolute dime from Geno Smith to Tyler Lockett for a 36-yard touchdown to get things even in Seattle at 13. Again, remember, the Rams win, Seattle is done. Seattle wins, Detroit is done, and Green Bay would be the only one in a win-and-in scenario tonight. I am not liking this game as much after that play, Jeff, although you know it gives us a little bit of an opportunity to jump in on the under. I know you got involved a tad bit, but 42 in the hook unders plus one Oh five. I might get involved with it, but like you said, I mean that play, it it gives you the feeling that something's kind of cracked open a little bit on the offensive side. But look, you know, if Seattle does end up winning this game, you're banking on them at least getting 10 more points. And I don't know. I mean, what are the Rams going to do then offensively? Are they kind of, you know, giving up a tad bit? Because, you know, if they, you have a lot more momentum when you're in the lead. But if the Seahawks get it at that point, how how much harder are you going out there offensively for Los Angeles? So it's a little bit tougher to gauge on it. I still lean toward the under, but may just wait because I think there will be another score potentially by Seattle soon. Mayfield just ran for 15 yards on first down. So the Rams on or the move. Or be the Rams. <laughs> uh, the uh, the total right now, 43 and a half, uh, is juiced to the under, though. But Rams are moving. A really alarming opening ending of the opening drive for the first uh, for the second half for Philadelphia. They drove right down the field, had a touchdown taken off the board. And in the following play, Jalen Hurts threw a horrible interception. So Giants are punting again. Again, there's no, there's no worry about losing this game for Philadelphia. The Giants are not capable of scoring 17 points. So there's no worry of them losing the game. 
But, Danny, this has been a pretty mediocre showing, all things considered offensively, for Philadelphia against the Giants' second-string defense. Yeah, look, it's been really bad, and I think sometimes we maybe overreact a little bit when you have these tough situations. Regardless of what the situation is, it's still really hard to be consistently successful in the NFL. Now, I get it. It's your starters going against second stringers and the Giants who already have a very questionable team. But the mindset for Philly is definitely a little bit different than on a normal game day. They realize this. They know that they don't have to, I don't know, expend as much stuff as you need to out there. You want to still play it safe yet trying to have success offensively at the same time. So regardless of this result, look, they're still up 60, nothing. The defense has been fine. It's just the offense has looked a little sloppy. I don't have any issues with what's been happening. I don't have any concerns if Philly's going to be able to turn it up in the postseason or not. I think they'll be completely fine. But yeah, this game is just so just gross all over the place because the only thing again that I would want to do is a total looking toward the under, but it's at 31 and a half right now. You might still be okay, Jeff, but I, I don't know what to expect out of the play calling for Philly going much further. By the way, I, 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 I've given up on what Brandon Staley and the Chargers are doing. Justin Herbert is still in the game. Justin Herbert is still in the game. I mean, what are we doing? Why? Why? What is the point? Mike We're Williams, trying to win the, a game, baby. By the way, Mike Williams carted back to the locker room with that back injury, needed help. Once he got off the, the, the cart, walking into the locker room. That's from Jeff Howe, who covers the L.A. Charge, or covers the NFL for the Athletic. Like, what are you doing? You prove nothing by this. And also, by the way, all you've proven is that your defense can't stop Russell Wilson right now because the Broncos on the opening draft, the second half went right down and scored another touchdown. It's 24, 17 Denver. I mean, this is look, even by look and look, I I defended Brandon Staley last year with the, with the not punting and going forward in some situations uh, in more situations than is normally looked at as normal in this league. Other than that, fourth and one inside his own 25 against the Raiders in the last game of the year. I didn't have a problem with basically any of those fourth down decisions. But this is insanity. This is insanity, what you're doing here. You're basically begging. Again, you already lost, Mike Williams is out for the rest of the game. You may, you, may, you may have lost Mike Williams for next week. And, I mean, look, Danny, I know the Chargers have a lot of flaws. That defense is still not that good. That offensive line is 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 a mash unit because of the injuries. But Danny, I, I know I where I went to college, where the fandoms are, I know plenty of Chief fans that are petrified of an of possibly playing the Chargers in the playoffs. And you're a road favorite right now in the look ads at DraftKings at Jacksonville. It is not worth keeping your guys out here in a meaningless game against the Broncos who, look, for a 4-12 and team, Denver's pretty darn motivated because they're trying to prove that it was Hackett's fault that they were terrible this year. Look, again, selfishly, I want them to stay out there for my bet, but objectively speaking, no, you should not have them out there. And the fact that one of your receivers got injured who has been dealing with injuries the entire year, in fact, not only is Mike Williams, but Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert – it's just not necessary because he can't do anything. And you could argue that, Hey, we're keeping these guys out there so they can mesh more. So they can get more reps together being Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. But now that you lost one of those guys, that should be a ding, ding, ding light bulb going off that you take them out. 
who knows? Maybe they go for one series in the third. Maybe they go for a couple and then do it. I don't know what Brandon Staley's thinking, but again, he's kind of an out of this box type of coach that would play them the full game. And it is a little bit different. Again, I'm just trying to think of reasons why, you know, it's a little bit different with a young team like the chargers, but then again, I don't know. I mean, like, look, the bucks played their guys, but they took them out. It's just, maybe you just want to get them as much playing as possible. So you can kind of just seamlessly go into the postseason. Although nothing is seamless going into the postseason, as we know throughout the national football league. So I'm a little confused too. If I was a chargers fan, I would not be happy about it. I'm not a little confused. I'm very confused. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why seriously? Like, what is the, what are you proving here? What are you proving? You're proving nothing. And last time I checked, beating the Jaguars next week is a lot more important than beating the Denver Broncos close. In, 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 week, <laughs> in week 18. Oh, my goodness. Maybe he made some side bet or something. I, there's got to be something on the line for him. Some incentive. I don't know. You beat the Broncos. Who knows? It doesn't make sense. Ay, ay, ay. By the way, Dallas and Washington still 13-6, uh, punted to the end zone. By the way, Sam Howell really has not played well in this game. He's 6 of 11 for 66 yards. That touchdown on the first pass to McLaurin and then a pick. But this is this story, again, more about Dallas. Dallas' starters are still in the game, Danny. Which, yes, I understand technically you're still alive to win the NFC East. But someone's got to be on the phone with Mike McCarthy saying, hey, the Giants could play 16 quarters against Philadelphia today and wouldn't be able to score 17 points. <laughs> Man, is it, it's got to be one more score, and then you start switching it up, right? I mean, if you're hey. – look, look, I understand why Philly still has their starters in the game. It's still a two-score yeah. game. Hurts is try, – you're trying to get Jalen Hurts back in a rhythm if you win. Assuming you don't blow a 16-point lead to the to Davis Webb and the Giants, you're the one seed to have next week off. I kind of get it. And if you mm -hmm. get another score, any more points, you take your guys out offensively. Right. Once you're up three scores, you take them out. But – for Dallas, someone's got to get on the horn and tell McCarthy, guys, they're not coming back here. We got to get ready for Tampa. Now, if you want to end with Dallas on a scoring drive, fine. But they shouldn't be in the game much longer either. No, they shouldn't. I, I The Cowboys one doesn't make any sense to me. That one's just kind of foolish. It, it's not surprising because of Mike McCarthy, but – it's just why, what is the point with Dallas? I mean, especially with a guy who's already kind of all over the place in Dak Prescott, why set him up for any further nonsense that could alter his confidence? Like you said, you made a good point. Like take him out end on a good note touchdown at the end of the half. All right. That's the last memory of you playing heading into the postseason. If you have him out there the whole time and you lose to Sam Howell and the Washington commanders, what kind of mojo is that going to have for you going into the playoffs? Maybe it doesn't matter that much. Maybe we're overreacting. We, we, we probably look. We're great. probably overreacting because that's what we do, Danny. But I mean, look, I, you're you're in a scenario here for Dallas where all these question marks, you know, all, the, all the detractors of Dallas this year. And again, I wouldn't call myself a detractor of Dallas because I thought they would still win the NFC East. And quite frankly. 12 and 5, I thought would have run away with the NFCs this year. Philadelphia just had an extraordinary extraordinary season. Nothing can really do about that. But the fact that Dak has thrown all these picks, thrown 15 picks this year, that scares me going against a Tampa defense that isn't particularly good, but they do, they are opportunistic. So that terrifies me a little bit next week. But we'll see. 
We'll see. We'll see when we get an opening line on that game. Hopefully before we're done today. Hey, we got a lot more to get to. Niners in the red zone again. Live bet Sunday. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSEN experts have you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer that's just $9.99. Not going to beat that. VSEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by show hosts and guests. Our betting splits are also available to you where the money and bets are moving on every game. Deep dive betting reports, betting guides for the biggest games of the year, including. Uh, for March Madness, for the big game, best bets, all the big game props, plenty more. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. That's vcin.com slash subscribe to sign up today for just $9.99. It's $9.99 to become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's V-S-I-N slash, or V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe, I should say. Danny, the Chargers starters are still in. <laughs> I, I Jeff's going to lose it here. <laughs> I, I but here's why I'm gonna lose it. Because I want to bet the Chargers next week against the Jaguars. And then I would really like a bloated number with the Chargers against the Chiefs the following week. Right. Because they'll they play Kansas City really well. Even though they've lost their last three against them, it was an overtime game where they had all those ridiculous things in the red zone where they couldn't score on fourth down. Uh the early game this year, they 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 outplayed them by the numbers. Casey just found a way. And then Mahomes beat them in the last drive the last time they played him. I just, I, I don't get this. I don't get what Brandon Staley's trying to prove. I don't get what he's trying to do. And you already lost Mike Williams. As soon as Mike Williams got hurt and got carted off, it should have been, all right, we're done. We're done. We're not playing anyone else. Chase Daniel, go play. But it is insanity. Again, the Chargers forced a turnover. They have it. Inside the red zone on third and five. Herbert throwing incomplete. Looking for DeAndre Carter. They're going to settle for three. I, Danny, I'm at a loss. I'm at a complete loss here. <laughs> I don't know, man. I Again, I, I have my reasons for both sides. My bet selfishly liking it, but you got to get him out of there now. All right. You gave him a couple drives in the second half. Now's the time to do it. You accomplished nothing. You've gotten your reps in. I think it'll be fine. You've dealt with similar experiences of trailing in many games to where it'll be fine for the postseason. I don't think you need to keep them in there right now. We'll see what they do afterward. If they bring them out another time, then I'll actually be shocked. But I feel like you had your scoring opportunity trying to capture that momentum after the turnover. Nothing really came from it except for potentially three pending the field goal. Take him out now. That would be the wise thing to do. The San Francisco 49ers are well on their way to the two seed, Danny. Uh, 17 third quarter points had then they have blown it open against the Cardinals and David Blau 38. Well, actually 37 to 13. They have not kicked the PAT yet. They might actually overturn that with Mason, but regardless all San Francisco in the second half and the Niners are going to enter the playoffs, Danny, the Niners in week seven, Danny, Lost to the Kansas City Chiefs 44-23 to move to three and four. All they've done since then, win 10 straight. And quite frankly, Danny, they should be the betting favorites in the NFC moving into the postseason, even without the bye. 
Yeah, I think there's definitely an argument to be made for that. And by the way, how about that team total? We talked about over 31 and a half, 33 and a half, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, you're going to get there pretty quickly. Look, with San Francisco, we said this when it immediately happened. It's Kyle Shanahan is such an offensive genius, great at scheming that if he has a guy he felt comfortable with, which clearly he does with Purdy, you can plug him in and he can do enough not to lose you gains. Man, he has far exceeded that. He's been an outright stud in this offense because you have so many weapons around you that can help contribute to that offense. The addition of Christian McCaffrey, amazing. I, there's not enough words to describe how awesome that has been for the 49ers. And then the biggest thing, their defense, arguably the best defense in the NFL. They can help keep you in games and limit their opponent in tough situations, i.e. looking at that Miami Dolphins game where everybody was in love with Tua and the Dolphins and their speedy receivers. They got nothing. They weren't able to do what they wanted to do because of how they schemed defensively being San Francisco against Miami. So I got a plus 550 ticket on the 49ers, Jeff, when Jimmy Garoppolo was still in the mix. A couple weeks later, Purdy's in, and I'm like, he'll be fine during the regular season. I don't know if I could trust him in the postseason, though. Man, I do trust him. How can you not? There really hasn't been a moment where you're like, oh, there he goes. He's starting to quiver. You know, he's looking like Mr. Irrelevant out there. Absolutely not. He looks primed. He looks experienced. He looks comfortable. And he looks like he knows what the hell he's doing with that offense. It has been a tremendous effort out of Purdy and the adjustments from the San Francisco team, which they've been a team that has done that year after year after year because they're always dealing with either like a mediocre quarterback, I guess you could say that's a little bit of disrespect to Jimmy Garoppolo, but like not a quarterback that's going to kill you with their arm, man. Purdy has just been so great to this team. And I still think you give the Eagles a slight nod. If I'm being honest, I want to say the 49ers for my ticket, but I'm not going to really go crazy arguing someone one way or the other. If they were to tell me they thought San Fran was a top team, because based on what we've seen, that would make sense. But uh, there is just a little bit more talent still available for Philly and you give the nod you would think for quarterback with Hurts over Brock Birdie, which is just funny to say out loud. Look, I mean, San Francisco's defense is the best unit in the NFC playoffs. And yeah. since the since that second touchdown for Arizona, they've taken the game over. That's that's what I'm going through. And again, as as long as you don't get and look, it could ha it, it could happen at some point. It's a dude who's going to be starting his seventh career game in the first round of the playoffs, either against Detroit, Green Bay, or Seattle. At some point, a blow-up game for Brock Purdy could happen. But, I, uh, Danny, I'm done banking on that happening. I'm done. I'm done banking on that happening. So, I look, all I know is if San Francisco plays Green Bay, I think we know what happens there, Danny. I think we know what happens on that. Uh, the Packers just match up horrendously with, with San Francisco. I actually think the Lions of the three teams that could get the seven seed – actually match up the best with San Francisco as ridiculous as that may seem. Uh, the problem with that is that if San Francisco slows down that good Detroit offense, Detroit's defense is not good enough They've to slow them up. down. So really what I'm saying is none of those teams that get the seven seed realistically match up well <laughs> with San Francisco, by the way, real quick, they did overturn the touchdown by Mason. They ruled him a half yard short. So San Francisco still not over those in-game totals. You were saying Danny on, uh, they have a third down and goal at the one and forget it. All right, how about another one for Kittle? That's three. Three for Kittle today. And now you can celebrate. You're over on that one, Danny. There you go. There it is. <laughs> so. And now you're probably taking out your guys, you would imagine. Now, going now, now, here's the deal. You're at 50 total. With the PAT, you're at 51 total. 
Now would be the time to bet the under. Correct. Now would be the time to bet the under. I wish Shanahan's not going to risk it. We've already seen him do this in other blowout games. Why would he do it now right before the post? The only concern I would have, Danny, is that San Francisco's offense, that Arizona's defense has given up so much that San Francisco's offense just is six yards in a cloud of dust. Right. So that's that true. Or you concern. could have some stupid play by the Cardinals offense. Yes, like that's, that's also true. Or something like that, you know? Yeah. Let's go to Seattle. Hey, look, Seahawks need to win to get in the playoffs. They're in a lot of trouble here. They're down three. They have their ball at their own 24-yard line in the third and four, and that is going absolutely nowhere. Uh, it has been a brutal day for Geno Smith other than the touchdown pass. Really awesome touchdown pass to Tyler Lockett. Other than that, Geno Smith's been genuinely bad today. Two brutal interceptions, both by Jalen Ramsey. Uh, the second one, he threw it high and wide of Metcalf. Uh, it's been a very ugly day for Geno, who, again, has had a very good season. There's been no arguing it. But this has been a bad performance, and it got to have a game for Seattle, where, again, since the bye week, Seattle only has two wins. They beat the Rams with John Wolford. And they beat the Jets, Jets, who ended up losing six straight to end their season. So they beat a team that was awful with a bad quarterback, and they beat a dead team, Danny. Yeah, I actually took a little piece of the under 42. Now it's at 38 in the hook. It's really dropped down. Again, you, you had that sporadic scoring for a second, or it was really just a big touchdown, and then the Rams got the field goal. But look, like you said, I mean, Geno Smith – has come back down to earth. He is being the Geno Smith that we've seen and why he wasn't a starting quarterback before. And look, it's not against the guy. It's a great story and it was fun to root for, but it's not a guy you want leading your team in the most important game of the year or potentially in the postseason. Like the Rams were really bad this year, but the one thing they could hold their head high on was their defense. And you've seen one of the best corners in the league, if not the best in Jalen Ramsey snag two picks today. He's making Geno Smith pay for being what we would consider an average quarterback at best. So again, it's kind of resorting back down to the mean, the Rams taking advantage where they can against the mediocre defense that's presented by Seattle. There's nothing I like about the Seahawks team. And that's why you saw the betting market go in favor of the Rams. You were all over the Rams and look, there's still plenty of time left, but it's certainly looking like you're on the right side. And I'd be shocked unless it's another, just chuck it up, play to Tyler Lockett or something. Uh, I don't know if the Seahawks are going to be finding that much offensive success. Yeah, I don't see it. By the way, the Chargers still have their starters in. <laughs> it's just just unbelievable. Also, Ugh. the Giants kicked the field goal, and they just got to stop. They're currently covering the closing number at 19-3. to Not a good look for Philadelphia, even though they're going to end up winning this game. Not, a, not, not what you want against the Giants' backups. Hey, we got more to come. I bet Sunday, final week of the NFL season. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credit like free bets and much more. It's never been easier to join BetMGM. It's a new, fresh, new app, free, new, new, fresh, new redesign. Try that a hundred times <laughs> with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points as well that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Danny, I've only done that read the entire regular season. Really, really <laughs> difficult, right? <laughs> it's it's still not the holy grail of you misspelling eight and then bragging about it, saying, wow, I can't believe I actually spelled that right. And you did <laughs> not. And we were just losing it to play it back. What did I misspell? It was a, it was just the word eight and you, you oh, spelled I, it like right, E-I-G-H-I-T right. or something like no, that. It, it was, I it, it was in the, no, it wasn't that somewhere. simple. There was something else going on in there that made it complicated. 
But uh, we, yes, I, that was an all timer. That was an all timer. Yes, a, a great, great one for me. All right, let's uh, get you back updated. All right, first off, we're starting in Denver. I'm genuinely angry at Brandon Staley, where the Chargers again. This is how good this has gone so far today. The Chargers are locked into the five. They're playing Jacksonville next week. They're locked. Ravens losing earlier locked them in. Mike Williams got carted off. Joey Bosa got hurt mid-game but was able to return. Austin Eckler got blown up on a hit. DeAndre Carter just fumbled and Denver just recovered. And they're losing to Russell Wilson and the Broncos with 21 seconds to go in the third quarter. This is, look, if the Chargers, regardless of what happens in this game, if the Chargers lose next week to Jacksonville, Danny, and if Mike Williams is unable to play because of this nonsense, I don't know how you move forward with Staley as your head coach if you're the Chargers. And I don't know how you move forward if this came from your GM. I don't know how you move forward with your GM either. It's such a it's such an odd situation. Again, you have nothing to gain really if you're the Chargers, except like we keep saying we're beating the dead horse, but it's just getting more and more reps. But everything changed once Mike Williams went out because in my mind you needed the reps of both having Mike Williams and Keenan Allen out there for Justin Herbert because you didn't have that trio in a lot of these games you missed them for a majority of them so that would make sense but after Mike Williams got injured that's the signal that all right we can't not only get what we wanted with the reps with those three guys but that these injuries certainly can happen which you should already be aware of I, I don't understand it either, Jeff. Maybe it's just something that the team wanted to do it. They wanted to keep going. Herbert told him, nah, let me stay in there. Let me play. And then when one guy says it, the others follow. I'm not saying it's wise, but maybe that's what it is. They're a young team. You got a young coach. They don't know any better sometimes, and they just want to keep playing and get that camaraderie heading into the postseason. Not that they already shouldn't have that established. I don't know, Jeff. It It, it is questionable, and especially with a guy like Brandon St- I mean, him and the owner must have just some mutual agreement. And they definitely must have the fact that Brandon Staley has been aggressive as he has. If they didn't make the postseason this year, I think he's genuinely on the hot seat. I don't know if it's going to put him on it for this. Like you can't really do it for an injury. And like you said, you probably had to give a nod of approval from higher up to get them to even play. We're through three in Washington. The commanders are up 20 to six. Uh, Dallas, I look, uh, Philadelphia is really playing with their food against the Giants backups right now, but the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win the NFC East barring a meltdown from Washington. And this is another one where, what did you prove here? Where against the, the, the commanders here, this is what Dallas has mustered today. Danny, you ready? Mm-hmm. 18 carries. Well, you know what? We're not going to count Brian Anger's fiasco. 17 carries for 40 yards. Jeez. Dak is 10 of 29 for 93 yards and a pick and a turn and, a, and, a, and an interception. I, I, I mean, you cannot draw up. That's two and a half yards of play, by the way. You cannot draw up a more disastrous performance in a game that, look, if the Giants somehow managed to win this game, which, again, I'm, would be the biggest shock of everything that's happened today, you can't. You you have no you you have no confidence whatsoever moving forward with this Dallas team. Even though they are better than Tampa, even though Tampa ended up eight and nine, even though Tampa has a terrible head coach, 
and an offensive coordinator that wants to establish the run where they're incapable of running the ball, you cannot next week with any confidence, if it is north of three, there is no way, at least in my book, you can lay it with Dallas. I agree. And even if it wasn't based on this performance, you've seen time and time again with McCarthy, uh, with Dak Prescott, they're unreliable, especially in the big situations. I mean, Dak's throwing a pick every dang game. And what do you think is going to happen against Tom Brady in the postseason on the road? Again, still, again, you called him an opportunistic defense. That's probably putting it correctly. It's just not something that you can have conviction in over a key number of three with Dallas. Maybe they win, but probably could be on a last second field goal. I don't know, but I'm with you, man. I, I like taking the points with the Bucks, assuming that's going to be the situation. And maybe it won't, especially after this performance. It could be altered because of that. And look, you know, we were looking at this Eagles and Giants game, and you were kind of saying, ah, it's a little bit worrisome. The Eagles haven't looked great offensively. That's different, though, because the Eagles know they're going up against the bottom of the barrel in terms of the Giants personnel with Washington. Like that's almost like virtually a normal game for Dallas right now. And Dak is playing this poorly. I don't think they're doing anything that differently than what they normally would. Sure, the mindset is a little bit tweaked than it normally would be, but still it's it's really inexcusable. And yes, I think that one you can label as concerning way more so than anything with Philly. And look, I already had my concerns with Dak and the Cowboys beforehand, as I'm sure you did. This just kind of further solidifies it. Well, if I'm a Lions fan, I'm furious at the refs in Seattle right now. Because the Seahawks were, the Rams got the Seahawks off the field. Michael Dixon, punt, no big deal. Rams have a guy thrown into Michael Dixon and he gets called for run, running into the punter, first down, despite Jeez. the fact that he was thrown into him. So the Seahawks have their lives ex- extended because they threw, their, they threw the opponent into the punter and the refs were stupid enough to buy it. And Seattle's in Ram territory now. So Rams, they, they might give up a touchdown because of this. And All that will do is eliminate Detroit if Seattle scores here. Hey, Jeff, Giants, they're about to get 10 points, baby. Oh, wait a second. Oh, no, they're going for two. So hold on a second Uh here. The Giants, (laughs) the Giants got a touchdown. It's 19 to 9. Davis Webb is incomplete. The under nine and a half intact still. Oh, baby. Danny, Philly will still win this game, but this is alarming. What has happened to them today against the Giants? See, I, I get it, but I just really, I'm not that worried about it. Cause again, this is completely different for the Phil, like for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. You need to win, but you don't need to go crazy trying to do so because you know, the weakened talent on the other side and you don't want to put your bodies on the line as much with a mobile quarterback like Jalen hurts. Like if hurts was going out there doing his normal thing, he'd be scrambling a lot more. They'd have different play calling. I think it's going to be fine. I think you shouldn't freak out too much about this one. Well, it's remember, not ideal. Remember, I think it'll be okay. Remember their super bowl championship season. They played the next to last week on a Monday night against the Raiders where Nick Foles looked as bad as you possibly could have drawn up. They found a way to win that game. And then of course, they were an underdog to the six seed. They were I mean, a coin flip against Case Keenum on the road. Case Keenum on the road in Philadelphia. And, of course, they won the Super Bowl against the Brady and the Patriots a few, a few weeks later. So, uh, you might be right, Danny. Might be right. 19-9, uh, to 9, by the way. Two point no good. So, the Giants are covering, by the way, all numbers right now. 19-9 <laughs> uh, with, uh, with uh, a little under 10 minutes to play at the link. Going back to Seattle here, again, if you're a yeah. Lions fan you, you, or a Rams money line backer, you should be furious at what has happened here because the well, Rams Jeff, were I'll, 
The Rams were off the field and absolutely egregious running into the kicker call where a Ram was thrown into Michael Dixon by a Seattle Seahawk. And now all of a sudden here, the Seahawks are on the border of the red zone, but Kenneth Walker just got stopped on third and a foot. So now Pete Carroll decision time, Danny Burke, fourth and one down three with under five minutes to go in a game. You have to win. If you're Seattle, I would go for it. I do not envision Carroll going for this. I echo your sentence. Whoa, wait a second. Hold on, Danny. Danny, sorry. He's going going? for it. All right. All right. Here you go. The right call. This is the right call from Pete Carroll here. Uh, The only problem is it looks like they're going to waste the timeout and be down to one. Of course. Yeah, they're calling it. Oh, that's, that's the one problem with that. You're down to one timeout. You don't get this. You're in big trouble here. But this is the right call for Pete Carroll in Seattle to go here. 100% 100% season on the line for the Seahawks, trailing 16-13. They'll have a fourth and in inches coming up at the Ram 22-yard line, down three with a little over four minutes to go. We'll tell you about it on the other side on Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.